welcome to Live Truth. And today I have the amazing blessing with me today. Um, he has his own podcast as well, like own ministry page as well called Lads After God. And I'm so excited to interview him today. So um, I don't know if Blessing, you can talk a little bit about yourself and just tell the people who you are. What is up, everybody? That's my catchphrase, by the way. What is up? <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Blessing. Um, as Sifa has said, um, I'm the um, beginner, or should I say the founder of Lads After God Movement. And uh, I love the Lord with the passion. I'm a petty, petty man. I come from Limpopo. I'm, I speak petty and uh, I love the Lord so much. And um, what more can I say? Um, I think what's important to communicate is that I'm a lad after God myself. I give, I've given my life to Christ and I'm a marketing graduate as well. And um, yeah, my life is just dedicated to bringing glory to God and just making God famous. That's what basically I just live for. Eh? Wow, that's really cool. That's amazing. And I know that you're also a last born. I'm also a last born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually uh, the last of three boys. My my parents were unlucky. I don't know if I should say unlucky or lucky enough to only have three boys. <laughs> yeah, and I happened to be the last one. Yeah, we, we are a close-knit family. And uh, my brothers are actually ministers in their own right. Um, mm. My lucky enough to have uh, children who love the lord my brother my eldest is my, my eldest brother is married and lives in johannesburg uh then the other one lives with us and yeah i'm the last one okay that's cool that's cool that's really cool just to see that your whole family is just serving the lord as well um, that's really Definitely. amazing it's just it's just grace it's just grace eh? yeah so I just yeah. want to ask you this question. Um, I'll ask everyone this question when they come on to live truth. What does it mean to you to live truth? What does it mean to me to live truth? This is actually a, a good question. For me, to live truth has, has to be to abide in God's word or to live according to God's statutes. That for me is what living truth is. Jesus famously said that, I am the way, the way, the truth, and the life. So I believe that by accepting Jesus, by living according to the statutes that the word prescribes, I think that what, that's what it means to live truth. Um, we live in a time or dispensation of time where there are so many people who claim to know what truth is. Um, there are terms such as being woke, being... Um, illuminated and stuff like that but knowing the truth is knowing christ i think that's just sums it up so perfectly because um there, there is no truth apart from christ so mm. if i would just sum it up i'd say to live truth is to live according to christ's path is to live a life after god yeah i just had to shamelessly plug <laughs> i just had to shamelessly plug that just to live a life i love it <laughs> yeah so that's 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 what living truth living truth is for me hey mm. yeah, yeah i love that and i just like love just like how what you're doing isn't just like something that like came out of nowhere but like it really came out of your own revelation like how you talk about how living truth is to living a, living a life after god 
Um, and that's something yeah. from your own heart. So I just want to know a little bit more about Lads After God and just want to know why did you start it and what's the heart behind it? Oh, th- that's actually a great question. Um, you know, my journey as a, as a Christian content creator started, it started a long time ago. I remember when I was doing my first year in 2009, I've never told the story to anyone, by the way. So this is exclusive content. <laughs> no, um, I remember I was living, you know, uh, in, a, in, in Pretoria for the first time. And uh, I had a passion for God. I had a passion for, you know, his ways. And I remember thinking to myself, God, if you just bless me with a personal computer, I want to start this publication thing where I, you know, just type out pamphlets and just give them off freely to you know, uh, my resumes and stuff like that, just telling them about the gospel. So guess what? The next year, my walk with God just crumbled because I'm guessing the kingdom of the kingdom of darkness was like, this definitely shouldn't happen because mm-hmm. if this person, if Blessing realizes this dream of just, you know, making this, you know, it was almost like a blog but it was going to be physical copies, eh? Mm. So it happened that year. And it took, I went through a tough time in my life where I could say I was in a bit of a wilderness. And um, back in 2017, that's when, you know, I regrouped and I started, um, you know, just writing devotional posts on my uh, social media, especially Facebook. And um, 2018, was when, you know, it started, you know, catching steam and people would actually look forward to reading my posts. So I decided that, you know what, I need to just formalize this and I created a blog page. Um, it's mm. called www.theblessing.wordpress.com where I put up um, devotional posts every Sunday. But then somehow I just felt like it's, there's more that I can do. And uh, mm. uh, I felt that the blog posts were a bit too personal or yeah it's almost like a journal when i write my blog posts i needed something to reach out at first the was to reach out to the lad after god the, yeah. the, the guy because i had i have a burden for young men who are um, losing their path who are just straying away from god if we look into the churches nowadays the churches are so much full of young women and uh, yeah. even in the creative space, um, Christian space, we have so many young women who are fervent for God's will, but we do not have young men and lads after God. So the, 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 when I started, it was firstly just to, you know, encourage young men to just be on fire for God. But yeah. as I continued, I remember going back to the drawing board and say, Lord, I'm, I'm noticing that. The, 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 the biggest support that I'm getting for this ministry is from women. So I cannot exclude them from what is going on. So that's when I decided that I couldn't really change the name. But every time I talk about Lads After God, I say it's a space for Lads and Ladies After God. Because mm-hmm. even ladies, I believe that ladies need discipleship. Ladies need to be, you know, taught God's word. So I decided that, okay, this is well, this will be a platform where I share you know, biblical, you know, um, truths where I share, you know, um, stuff which, you know, edifies us spiritually in this walk after God. Yeah. So that's, that's how it started. Um, it was back in 2019. Then in 2020, I think it was around about June, 
and July, right in the middle of quarantine. That's when I started the podcast. Mm. And it has been it has been such a blessing so far. And um, yeah, that's how I got to know people such as Siva. And yeah, that's what we're here today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's amazing um i was actually listening to a podcast the other day it was actually a dating podcast and it was called <laughs> where are all the christian men like, <laughs> right right it's, it's actually it's actually we know we laugh about it but it's actually so worrying because um you know christian men it's almost like we're living back in those times of um ancient egypt where um pharaoh put up this decree that kill all the male boys you know because oh. We, we, we are noticing, you know, this trend where young Christian men are leaving the church. And, um, yeah, we, we, we are having such an identity, identity crisis as men where yeah. we grow up in Christian households. We grow up knowing the mm-hmm. truth. But somehow, as we grow older, we, 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 we just get consumed by the love of money, the love of this world. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, 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 we feel unworthy of following God. So... Basically, what I hope to achieve with Leather of the God is just to, you know, restore the, 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 the you know, restore the lead after God, you know, to his mm-hmm. original place. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that's amazing. And I really love it because like um, in that podcast, we were just talking about like how with that issue of like the Christian men, it's like the lack of discipleship and like what yeah, your yeah, own yeah. like movement is basically discipleship. Um, because you are teaching so much about like biblical principles to live by and just understanding God's word, um, which like, like a lot of good understanding that you may not always get like on a Sunday service. Sunday yeah, Sunday. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's basically what, what I hope, you know, let's, let's after God is just giving out because it's, it's not nowadays it's tough even with pandemic life, just to even get someone to visit a church. So yeah. There's this words by Jenkinson Franklin where he says, you might be the only Bible that someone reads one day. So make sure that mm-hmm. your message, the message that you're giving out is, is, is you know, truthful and to combat mm-hmm. them. So basically that's me just, you know, as Zosivini would say, occupying the spaces, you know, yes. <laughs> for Christ. Yeah. You love yeah. to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I know that like your own movement like personally impacted me. I don't know if I've told you this story before, um, but I remembered I had always wanted to start a podcast, and I think I had the idea in 2019, and it just came, and I was like, hmm, interesting, interesting, and I just like left it. And in the beginning of 2020, I remembered I said to my friend, I was like, you know what, I don't want to do anything on social media. Like I'd rather just reach out to people on campus. And the oh, pandemic yeah. happened, and I was like. <laughs> Hey, what? I can imagine. <laughs> you and know? I was like, okay. And mm-hmm. then like God like reminded me about the podcast again. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. All right, God, let me do this. And I was in this place where I was like, Lord, I don't even know what to do. Like, how do I Talk even stuff. get things yeah. out there? Like, how does this work? And then I was on Facebook, just casually on Facebook, and literally like one of your posts just popped up. And I was like, oh, podcast. <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> and like and like from it like I also just got like so like motivated to like start my own podcast um so we're just like living the life after God um mm-hmm. which is your way of living truth um what would you say has been like your biggest challenge in living a life in pursuit of God and how did you or how are you overcoming it 
Great question. You know how the Bible tells us not to conform to the standards of the world? Mm. I think that's, that's the biggest, the biggest um, challenge for any lad, after, lad or lady after God. Following God whilst there, is, there are so many distractions, there are so many um, you know, standards that are set by us, by mainstream media, social media, mm. our culture, everything around us. So it's something that has been a challenge. Um, there's sometimes where, you know, I had to be intentional about cutting out certain things in my life, yeah. not to say they are sin, they sin or something like that, but mm-hmm. just to help me keep my focus on God. Um, yeah. I, I remember earlier during this year, I, I, I think my first podcast of this year, it was all about keeping our focus on, mm-hmm. on Jesus. And it's, yeah. it's definitely so hard as a lad or lady after God to keep mm-hmm. your focus on Jesus whilst everyone else seems to be doing their own thing. And for the majority of our journey as lads or ladies after God or as people who are living truth, the, 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 the majority of the time, we, we, you're going to feel like you walk on this journey alone. Um, yeah. I made this comparison where I talked about Peter when he saw Jesus walking on water, he asked Jesus, can I come there? And mind you, he wasn't the only disciple. He was the only one who wanted to come to where Jesus was, meaning that sometimes yeah. you're, going to be, you're going to have to walk this journey alone. And there's something that I love that when he was walking towards Jesus, he, you know, um, as, for as long as his focus was on Jesus, he wasn't thinking. But immediately when he started looking around, looking at the distractions, looking at the waves around him, he started sinking. Yeah. So that's basically the biggest challenge. The biggest challenge is to keep on keeping our focus on Jesus. That's how we, you know, we need to deal with these challenges. Because if we focus on other things, if we focus on um, prosperity, if we focus on you know self, if we focus too much on ourselves, we are going to sink because... We are just human beings and we, we don't have as much power as God does. So we are going to sink. So rather, let us keep our focus on Jesus as lads and ladies of God. Sure. Yo, yeah. Good truth right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. A whole truth bond. And I just like love what you said because ultimately, like that what our li- that that's what our lives are about. Everything that we do should always lead to wanting to um be closer to God and yeah, just to glorify yeah, his name. Yeah. So like when we see that end goal in mind, I think it will help us just in the ways that we live our lives yeah. um, to make sure that like, is this glorifying Jesus or not? Yeah, um, yeah. And it can be sometimes lonely. Like I won't lie. Definitely. Definitely. It's, it's a lonely, it's a lonely hard road. <laughs> Jesus did really prepare us for this because he said in the, in his word that, the road which you know leads to destruction is wide and so many people mm-hmm. find this road but the road the, the road which leads to you know um heaven is narrow and not so many people find this road so sometimes we we have to ask ourselves when we feel so comfortable in our walk with god that are we still on the right road because it's it's a tough road it's a lonely road sometimes and mm-hmm. sometimes it means you know um you know being uh, perceived as awkward um i won't lie I, I i get those you know those vibes a lot especially when 
you're a young lad, you know, and people think that you should be enjoying life. And you know how people yeah. define enjoying life as, you know, giving yourself to substances and all that. You know, I get so many awkward stares and everything, but it, it's something that um, one has to be intentional about. And yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. Um, and just like about like intentionality, because mm-hmm. um, as you're saying, like it's a thing, you can't just follow God passively, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to know, like, were you, were you always like actively seeking God um, or was it sometimes where it was like, mm, I think I want to follow God. And then I was like, uh, yeah, like every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. just how were you able to move from that place of like passively seeking God to making it an intentional thing that you're going to live a life um, after God? Another great question, hey. Uh, like, like I, I did mention that I, um, I come from a family of believers, like my mom and dad. Mm. Like my mom was my Sunday school teacher. You can just imagine how hectic that was. <laughs> and my dad, when I graduated from Sunday school, my dad was my youth teacher, like my youth class teacher. So, <laughs> so you can imagine how that was. But um, yeah. One thing that I want to put out there is that me being from a family of believers that didn't automatically make me a believer. Um, I had to experience Christ for myself. And I remember um, around, around my you know, early teenage years, that's where I, get, I gave my life to Christ. And um, mm. it was, yeah, it, 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 you know, it, it, it was a growing journey. You know, you, you, you start off as a Christian who, you know, needs, you know, that breast milk, but you have to graduate into a Christian who, you know, consumes tough stuff. And I remember I did, you know, touch over the story that I went to varsity and I, you know, lived for God still, but, mm. you know, it, 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 I don't know what happened, but it got to a point where I could say I backslid in my second year of varsity because um i allowed myself to you know mix with the wrong crowd i like remember i I talked about conforming to the standards of this world i conformed a lot compromised a lot on you know Mm. integral things that i shouldn't have been compromising on um also with fellowship i started fellowshipping less and that culminated Mm. in me you know losing my walk with god but i just love that even even in that Space of my life, God was still, you know, his love was still apparent for me. And yeah. it didn't even take two years or a year. I found myself, you know, running back to him. And yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say, you know, my walk with God has always been rosy. There were times mm-hmm. where I, I, I'd say I doubted him. There were times where I was a bit too consumed with myself to yeah. focus on him. But I just love that he had, he always has this way of, you know, finding, finding me and bringing him, bringing, bringing me back to his journey. And um, I'd say I started, you know, um, feeling that, you know what, I want to, I want to, you know, take this walk with God seriously, right along my mid twenties, around 25. That's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to just dedicate my life to living a life which pleases God. That's why I'm so, like, part of the reason why I started Let's Up to God is to impact people who are about your age, hey? Because yeah. that's a crucial age where a lot of young people are, you know, being exposed to so many different um truths in exclamation yeah. points yeah and <laughs> yeah so a lot of people they they lose their way 
So uh, yeah. part of my passion is reaching, reaching people who are teenagers, people who are, you know, in their early 20s, because that's where I lost yeah. my walk with God. And I don't, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Yeah. 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 Definitely. yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Um, I think I can just relate because um, also come back. I also come from a background of um, just like living in a family that is serving the Lord in church. Both my parents are pastors and everything. Oh wow! Um, wow. So, <laughs> so all my life I've been in the church. <laughs> oh, I think look. from a young age I knew how to play church. So yeah, to yeah. <laughs> Relatable content. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I think I also like for me it was like in high school where I like really just kind of was like, Oh, let's see what living outside of God is like. Like let's go party, let's go do that and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I remember going to university because like I live in Joburg, so I was going to UCT, it was like a new place. Yeah. None of my friends were actually going to UCT, which was weird. Okay. So it was just like I knew in my heart like this was a fresh start. It was a weird feeling where I was like, I knew in my heart like it was I just like felt in my heart like Jesus was just telling me like you need to choose me or like you choose the world like you can't mm, stay in the mm, middle mm, so and I yeah, like yeah. and I just felt it so deep in my heart I remember coming to university and like I remember like that first week it was just a mess because I was like oh my gosh what am I doing I found myself in the wrong crowd I made the wrong friends already and I was like, oh, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah what are we gonna do <laughs> and just the Lord, I don't know how he did it, but like I was able to find like a good community, a good church and just change my ways. Um, but it was, yeah, it was that thing of like, we had to be intentional about choosing to seek God. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think like Sifa back then, like at 19, I don't think she, like, I don't think she imagined that I would be here now. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's surreal, you know, just thinking about it. And I just love that it's so humbling because um, yeah. there's this quote, I think I shared it yesterday um, on my Instagram, which says, we are secure not because we hold tightly to Jesus, but because he holds tightly to us. It's by us as well. Yeah. Meaning that, you know, we cannot credit ourselves and say, hey, I found my way, you know, to Jesus. But he's the one who found us even if if we think about the number of people who were in our in who had you know the same upbringing as we did but are not where we are today you know it's it's, mm -hmm. it's shocking so it's yeah. just it's just by grace that we are here we are you know um advocates of christ so yeah that's yeah so humbling <laughs> yeah. it really is <laughs> yeah um. Yeah. Like, I think all my friends know that this is my favorite quote and it's by Mike Bickle. Mm -hmm. And he says, it takes God to love God. And yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I think I need to tweet that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And like, I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, wait, what are you saying? Then I really thought about it. Like, it's weird that God was like, yes, I want you to love me and I'm going to help you do it. <laughs> so wow, it's just, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, Mm -hmm. I think like just on this Christian walk sometimes I don't know I've experienced it in my own life like when you start growing and then like you kind of know in your head you think you know that the basic principles properly and everything yeah. and you think you know quite a lot yeah. um like sometimes I have to remind myself that yes it takes God to love God and bring myself back to that place of humility and realizing that okay I need 
God um, in this journey. Like I didn't get here on my own. Yeah. Um, I wonder, like, have you ever experienced that? And like, how do you keep yourself um, in a place of just depending on God in this journey and not on yourself? That's 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 actually a good question. Um, you know, sometimes it's so easy to be um, caught up with um, what 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 I'm looking for this word. Where let's say you used to um, use the routine of following God, going to church on Sundays. Um, you don't even read the word anymore because you know a lot of scripture off by heart. Um, you don't pray because you just assume that God, you know, knows everything and, uh, you know, you don't need to. Yeah. So I think, like like I said, um, I've, I've, I've been through that stage where um, I feel like where it felt like my relationship with God was just one sided where he's the one who's mm. there for me, but I'm not there for him. So um yeah. I think something which helps me with that is always being humble, always, yeah. always realizing that blessing by himself is unworthy. You know, uh, what mm. makes me worthy is what Christ did for me at the cross. Yeah. Um, a lot of times uh, I, I, will, I, will, I will then, because I'm unworthy, you know, um, let me give you this example. Um, let's say, for example, you, 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 I don't know if it will be a good example, but someone saves you from someone saves you from destruction. Let's say you were about to be knocked by a car, and someone mm. sees that and saves you from that car accident. Um, obviously, after that um, whole ordeal, you will ask yourself, "What can I do to, you yeah. know, be ever be able to repay what you did for me?" But what mm. can I do to just show you my gratitude? So that's that's my point with God as well, that he saved me and thus I've dedicated my entire life just to say, Lord, thank you. And um, it's not a point of um, pride or me being, um, you know, um, prideful about what God did. I'm so humble about it. And being humble means always being dependent on him, meaning that, yeah. you know, there's this quote that I heard the other day that you cannot, you can never graduate from reading God's word. Um, yeah. Yeah. You always have to be, you know, grounded in his word, always mm. inquire from him through prayer. Mm. You know, prayer is one of the most, um, you know, uh, forsaken, you know, things because people just assume that God knows all and that's, we do not need to, you know, get, I think God through prayer wants to have a relationship with us. That's why when Jesus talks about the Lord's Prayer, he says, when you start the Lord's Prayer, say, say our Father, meaning that, you know, that's, that's an affectionate way of, re of, of, of referring to God, meaning that he wants this, you know, father-daughter, father-son relationship with us. So that's, that's basically how, you know, God helped me with that by making, making me realize my total dependence on him. Because yeah. by my own, I tried it. I tried the whole Christianity walk where... I depend on my own wit. I depended mm -hmm. on my own strength to overcome temptations. And hundred out of hundred times, I always, <laughs> <laughs> I always, yeah. I always found myself going in circles. So it yeah. made me realize that you know, if like you said, you need God's love, God. So it, it yeah. made me totally dependent on Him. Yeah. You sure.
That is so true. Um, and I was just like reading Romans 8 yesterday mm-hmm. and I was just like going over like this one verse because it kind of confused me a bit. A bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like the whole passage was weird, um, but it was just going on <laughs> about sometimes the Bible be like that. Yeah, it be like that. Eh? It be like that. <laughs> and you just sit there and you're like, Jesus, what did you say? I'm tired of trying to understand. Hey, I know, I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Because it just felt like some verses just contradicted each other, but then eventually it came together. Yeah. Um, but just like what you were saying, like just how like in our own flesh, we can't do it. Like we need mm, to mm. be led by God. Like we need to realize that we need him. Yeah. And yeah. I can't remember which verse it is, but in Romans 8, it talks about how um, the sinful nature, just like being led and controlled by it. Um, makes us do sinful things like if we try to and that's just our fleshly selves if we try to do everything by ourselves it's going to lead into sinful things and without mm. us realizing it but mm. anything like led by the spirits will produce good fruits or produce life and peace definitely. Um, and i was just like loving that because it wasn't like jesus was saying like yes you have your sinful nature but then you need to make sure that you don't do this xyz but he mm. was saying like no you need to be led by my spirit. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. okay, this is cool. It also takes the pressure off of ourselves to make sure that like we're perfect, which we can't be. Um, and just to realize that it's only by God's grace that we need to just receive that mm. we'll be empowered to actually walk in the right ways. Definitely. Um, I love that. Uh, by the way, I love that passage of scripture, like Romans. Romans is, you know, it's a plug. It's a big it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's like one of my, I think it's still my favorite book in the Bible. I yeah. feel like it really explains everything. It, it, it explains the gospel so much and explaining the, the, the nature of, um, of our relationship, how we relate with God as Christians. I think it's, it's yeah. summed up perfectly in, in, in Romans. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, and I just like loved that analogy that you use about like being saved by the car. And we all know it. Like we all know that like, if it wasn't for Jesus, like we would be on a path of doom type of thing. Definitely. Um, but sometimes we can kind of forget um, a lot. And sometimes on the walk, we don't, just, you know, like sometimes when you have those moments in your faith where like you're like the zeal is there, the fire is there. And it's quite easy to, in a sense, in inverted commas, easy to just like be like, God, I'm doing this for you. I'm walking with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes it feels dry and it's like you're not doing anything wrong like nothing bad has happened but it's just dry Mm. um and you just have just like an obedience and just like knowing that like it's good for you like you come Mm. and like you pray and you read the word and just like lord i know that you're here you're with me Mm. um and it's just like that sometimes i just want to know like like what revelation did you get that just like helped you to pursue God beyond like a zeal, which a lot of people in our generation go for, because that's why we have all these conferences. We have like big songs that people like, and it's like, yes, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oceans. You know, <laughs> Spirits. <laughs> yeah. But then um, two days later, it's like, nope. So just what helped you just in pursuing God beyond the feelings, the zeal? Well, for me, that's actually, a, you're killing this question to you. <laughs> um, well, for me, for me, in my walk with God, I, I realized that I shouldn't depend too much on my feelings um, mm. or, or emotions because they can be um, a bit, a bit um, deceiving. 
because um, sometimes we, we as human beings, um, one day I'll wake up and I'm excited and I'm on fire for, for God. And the other day I'll wake up and I'll feel so dejected. But yeah. regardless of how I'm feeling on the day, God is still the same yesterday, today and forever. So yeah. if, if we depend too much on how we feel and if we, yeah. if we use our feelings as a barometer of God's goodness mm-hmm. upon our lives, I think that's, that's a bad way of looking at it. Um, God remains good in all circumstances. And even on those bad days where we feel like he is far away from us, he is still there. If you recall in the book of Job, Job was... I think the book of Job, um, it's, it's one of the, I don't want to say crazy, but one of the most bizarre um, scriptures because Job lost everything. Things were not well. If Job depended on his feelings, he definitely would have cursed God and he definitely would have, you know, departed from God or from the faith and proved the devil right. But what he chose to do, he spoke these words, he said, even, you know, I know my Redeemer leaves, you know, even in that situation, he didn't see his, you know, his Redeemer's works, all he saw was destruction, it was the works of the devil around him. But even in those, in, in that time, he showed this faith, where he said, you know, I, I know my Redeemer leaves. So instead of depending on our feelings, rather, I think we should just have faith in God in all situations, have faith that God is here with us. And how is our faith strengthened? It is strengthened through having a a relationship with him, through Mm -hmm. reading his word, through through prayer, through actively living truth, through actively seeking God, because that's how, that's how you, you will then know that even when, um, um, things are not looking up even when maybe financially I'm not secure even when I am sick in my body that doesn't change who God is a lot of people depend too much on outward things maybe they, they, they'll be thinking you know when I'm at my most healthy when I'm at my most wealthy yeah. that that actually means that that's when God is most apparent in my life Whereas even in, in, in the valley of the shadow of death, even when yeah. you are going through tough times, that's when you have to realize that God is there with you. So that's, that's something which has helped me. Um, and um, sometimes, it, 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 you, like you said, the, the, the zeal will feel like it's gone, where it, it's not as exciting anymore. And yeah. uh, sometimes it, it even guilts that feeling it, it will guilt trip you into feeling like you are away from God's presence. Yeah. But I think you shouldn't depend too much on those type of mm. feelings. What, depend, what you should depend on is just your faith in God. Strengthen your yeah. faith in God by, you know, dwelling in his word. You know, every time I can go three or two days without reading God's word, the moment I read it again, I just find myself asking myself, Dude, why do you allow yourself to even skip a day without reading God's word? Because it 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 offers this. I, I do not know how to describe it, but it offers this. Um, clo- no, this is actually this word that I'm looking for. Yeah, closure, and it offers this. Um, you know, it's like a warm hug. It's like a warm yes. hug. <laughs> yeah, it's like a warm <laughs> hug because it 
it it just makes you feel like everything's going to be all right and yeah. you, you do not have to see it with your eyes that it's it's going to be all right you do not have to feel it but just know it that it's going to be all right just believe it that it's going to be all right so i think faith faith over zeal that's that's i think that's the truth of the day faith over zeal faith over zeal <laughs> yeah yeah i'd say have have faith in god faith in god will make everything all right So just thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom with everyone on Live Truth. It was such a privilege to have you on this podcast. It's, it's, it's a huge it's a huge honor and guys um please help me convince Ziv to yeah I need her on the Let's Up to God podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, definitely, definitely. We should, yeah, we should feature you on the on the Let's After God podcast. It was such a huge honor and a pleasure. I loved, you know, answering all your questions. And um, I don't think I've told you this before, but I'm really proud of the work that you're doing with Live Truth. Um, you say you say that you, you you were inspired by you know my journey, but seeing how God has started, you know, the work in you has really helped me, you know keep you know keep the momentum because you have been making great strides so much and it, it, it it's, it's a huge inspiration for me right? oh thank you <laughs> yeah. <a> lot. <laughs> yeah definitely so yeah i i love i love the work that god is doing through you and in you it's it's, it's humbling so much yeah Have an amazing day. <laughs> Thank you so much. And to all the Leap Truth um, listeners, may God bless you and uh, may we continue to live truth. <laughs> yes. Think Definitely. truth, speak truth, and live truth. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Live Truth. I hope that you were inspired by blessing to live a life in pursuit of God. And if you want to get in contact with him or if you want to listen to his podcast or look at his blog, you can always connect with him on Instagram at The Blessing or check out his ministry page at Lads After God. And I'll put everything up in the show notes. And don't forget to think truth, speak truth and live truth. <laughs>